Hello, I'm Matthias Spiegel. And I'm Ronald Donaldson. And welcome to a wistful episode of... But But That's that's a Different Story. story. Headlines. Headlines. Where we bring you the most interesting headlines from across the globe and expand on them for you, the dear listener. Now let's get started with our first headline. Marine biologist who spent six years traveling with wild dolphin herd returns home with some fascinating information. Yes, the marine biologist Plinkington Barnable released a startling report yesterday. Dr. Plinkington Barnable. Yes, my mistake. Dr. Plinkington Barnable, PhD, MD, DSD. DDS? DDS. <laughs> HG TV. TV. <laughs> uh, released this startling report about his time spent with the dolphins uh, on the island of the dolphins. And he says that dolphins are, well, he, he learned how to speak to them. Yes. Says they're assholes. <laughs> Not really as smart as everyone thinks they are either. <laughs> right. We have just been thinking because we could get them to do flips and maybe bark for fish uh, that they're somehow intelligent, but no, they're just jerks. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of pretentious too. They're, he said they're prime models for Dunning-Kruger. The Dunning-Kruger effect. They think they're really smart, but uh, they're not. Right, and uh, actress Diane Kruger chimed in and <laughs> said that she always knew she hated dolphins, and she's glad that the evidence has finally found her out. Yeah, and Freddy Krueger chimed in. He says that even their dreams are dumb. <laughs> yes, they spend most of their time just passing around blowfish getting high. <laughs> And of course, there's always one idiot dolphin who likes to eat the blowfish and dies. Ruins of, it for everybody. Yeah. Food poisoning. And he gets uh, so filled with air that he just flies away like in a balloon that's deflating. <laughs> yes, there's, we finally have an answer to why we found so many frozen dolphin carcasses in space. They've been plaguing the International Space, uh, space Station. That's right. It's not a sign of supreme intelligence. They are not launching themselves on purpose into space, but just because they don't know how to hold their blowfish. <laughs> yes, it's becoming quite a problem. They're, they're, <laughs> space is littered with <laughs> puffed-up dolphin carcasses. <laughs> they're having to make a new branch of NASA just to clean them up. It's a, a, a mix between NASA and uh, marine uh, whatever the aqua version of nasa is (laughs) it's like armageddon instead of sending uh oil workers into space they're sending marine biologists now and surfers (laughs) and because we now know that dolphins are really just dumb stupid heads uh we are sending in uh some folks from bumblebee tuna up (laughs) into space to collect all these dolphins because now it's safe to eat them. Oh, yes. There used to be a big stigma. <laughs> and uh, now it's they're actually becoming uh, pests 
but uh, still considered a delicacy to get uh, space dolphin meat. Um, it's, it's selling on the market for top dollar at auction. Right. It's very expensive because it is difficult to get these dolphins back from space, but the surfers are playing a big part. <laughs> it's riding the space waves. They've, <laughs> they've developed special space surfboards that can uh, propel them to snatch up uh, as many dolphins as they can with a giant net. Right. They are decked in a special polymer that is uh, chrome, and so there are a lot of silver surfers (laughs) (laughs) flying around space doing this good work. God bless them, each and every one. Daring Dave and Buster's thieves make off with 500,000 tickets. A local Dave and Buster's here in New York City in Times Square was almost robbed. And today when some a pair of thieves went in and started hijacking all the tickets that they could, pushing over kids and adults. Uh, not, sure were, not sure why there were kids there, but... <laughs> I think you can have kids in Dave and Buster's. I don't think there's a rule against it. Hmm. Not the way I go to Dave and Buster's. (laughs) Okay, that's like a once a month thing. (laughs) Specialty groups that rent it out. That doesn't count. That's not a normal Dave and Buster's experience, Ronald. It's your own little group of people. They they do what they do. You know. Uh, Yeah, we have a special meetup that. Just because you bribe them to be nude in there doesn't (laughs) doesn't mean that that's how everybody does it. Yes, it's called, uh, we call it Shave and Buster Nut. <laughs> yes, it, I know. It's, it, you all gather and bring your own chestnuts and you crack them all open and share them with each other. Yes, that's what we use for that, that game where you roll a ball up into the, the different holes, which is something the, else we do. Yeah, you use the mallets from the whack-a-mole. <laughs> right. It's it's a perfectly wholesome time. <laughs> but you it, it wasn't you that was there when this robbery took place, was it? Yes, well, I was there uh, casing out the joint for the next time, seeing what other kind of games we could use to crack nuts. Uh, Feeling so, weird that having to be there fully clothed. It was odd, yes. I had to imagine myself like I was giving a speech. Uh, <laughs> You have to pretend that you're in a nightmare. <laughs> yes, when, when I imagine, when I'm afraid of giving a speech, I imagine myself naked, <laughs> not, not the audience naked. <laughs> it really calms me down. You don't have all the the confinements of clothes on you. I can see how it would be freeing, free your mind and free you of that anxiety. Yes, absolutely. But I but was. Did you, were you uh, harmed during this robbery? Well, one of the thieves did uh, take some of the tickets that I had already won. Oh, which right was, out of your hands? Yes, right out of them. Oh, did you get a paper cut? I got 25 paper cuts because Ouch. I had 25 tickets. Oh. <laughs> I held on to them for dear life, and they just kept pulling them out of my hand, and it really <laughs> scarred up my hand. Treating you like a skee ball machine. Yeah, it or was like nothing. you know the trick where you can pull the tickets very slowly, 
and they will come out and they don't break. <laughs> I have article about it. <laughs> right. Uh, they, I think they started out trying that, but uh, one of the security guards noticed they were doing that, uh, and that caused the thieves to just run amok throughout the Dave and Busters. Yes, their boots were incredibly dirty, leaving muck everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Which did make it very easy for the detectives later to track them down. Yes, they were had uh, custom-made shoes for some reason. <laughs> Yes. With their initials engraved on the soles. <laughs> and their names written into them, like some people write into their underwear or... <laughs> so they were stitched into the soles of the shoes. Yes. Their mothers did it for them. <laughs> right. And their so mothers they're... were there, uh, I guess, <laughs> chaperoning them. A nice Long Island iced tea with each other. <laughs> it's supposed to be a nice family outing. <laughs> It was, but they caused all this, this havoc, and they jumped up on the, uh, the air hockey table to try to run away, and that caused, when the security guard jumped up on the air hockey table with them to chase them, they were slipping and sliding everywhere. Yes, it was like uh, the hoverboard scene in Back to the Future 2. They were just, like, sliding and fighting, grappling with each other. <laughs> yes, for some... pucks at each other. For some reason, the security guard fell through the ice of this air hockey table. <laughs> There's a, a new kind of air hockey where there's ice and air. Yes. <laughs> and that let the thieves get away for a little bit. They had to have uh, St. Bernard's come down to rescue him from the ice water. Right. And in the little... Uh, barrel that the St. Bernard's had was also Long Island iced tea. <laughs> so he felt much better afterwards. Yes. The security guard did survive. Thank you. And yourself, Ronald? Just the lacerations from the tickets? Well, I poured some uh, alcohol on them to, to help soothe them, to help You're heal those wounds. In the right place. <laughs> I was. <laughs> thankfully. Um, and well, one of the thieves felt very bad about it, and he used some of the tickets that he stole to get me a giant stuffed teddy bear. Oh. And that, that made everything much better. Hang gliders fight paragliders in aerial battle for dominance of the skies. Yes, the skies of New York City lit up this, earlier this afternoon. Uh, when a bunch of hang gliders lifted off from the Empire State Building and soared to some paragliders who were jumping off of the World Trade Center. Now, explain to me, what is a paraglider again? Huh. Is that where you're on the boat, uh, attached to a boat, behind a boat? And you have the parachute? Yes, I think it doesn't have to be just from a boat. It can be off the top of a building or the mountain or anywhere else. It's just with a parachute that you're sort of floating down versus a hang glider, which is more of a structure that you hold on to a bar and it's like a triangle shape. Yeah, a hang glider, I know. It's like, (laughs) what is it like... 
Your mom is so skinny she hang glides with the Dorito. Something like that. <laughs> yes, just like that. <laughs> Whereas I guess a paraglider would be your mom is so skinny she paraglides with a Pringle. <laughs> The parag the, the paragliders are uh, being towed towed by car instead of by boat or uh, some of them at least by uh, what are the little guys in the cars with the little hats? Uh, oh, the Shriners. The Shriners, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They've attached themselves to the little cars, <laughs> Shriners. <laughs> so they're using them to get propelled. <laughs> They're not going too fast. They're going at a pretty steady pace, and all the paragliders are finding themselves just whirling in circles every time the cars just decide to go in circles like they do. Yes. It's causing major traffic backups in the city. Because all of the city shriners came out for this to show their support for paragliders. But the hang gliders are not taking it lying down, even though... They kind of look like they're lying down when they're gliding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a huge animosity between hand gliders and paragliders dating back to since humans first took flight <laughs> or took non-propeller flight. Took glide. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they decided to make today the day that would sort of decide who owns the skies. Yes, and they've actually... It's it's been a very jets versus sharks kind of thing. They have written their own uh, lyrics to um, to narrate the occasion, and they're singing it, and it's quite quite the production. Um, Jim Henson got involved, and <laughs> it's now a, <clears throat> a Muppet musical type of situation, um, where yes, it's it's a whole production. They've got the lights and and everything. Right, to add to the festivities, uh, of course, you have the kite faction who's coming in to try to get in and on uh, this production. Yeah, but they're like, you know, with kites, people are on the ground, and they're kind of just like the little cousins really aren't invited to the party. <laughs> Although there are some little cousins uh, who have shown up uh, because they are in bouncy houses that have lifted up from... <laughs> updrafts and are now floating into this battle the the famed third human flight is being carried away by a draft in a bouncy house (laughs) (laughs) they seem to be winning though so more power they have the best structure the most the most the most structurally sound of the four right the hang gliders and the paragliders are just bouncing off that castle and (laughs) plummeting to the ground (laughs) it's really grisly (laughs) but thanks to the lovely score uh the lovely music it's turning out to be a pretty great afternoon yeah andrew lloyd Webber back from the dead to compose the libretto for it (laughs) yes we think it'll be called hang in there baby Serious scuffle scuttles saloon's success. A watering hole down at the old western town called Old Weston. Old Western Town, New York. (laughs) (laughs) 
ironically in the eastern part of the state east village actually Yes, a pop-up uh, old westy, old-timey western town took over a few blocks in the East Village, <laughs> and uh, they, of course, uh, they had a pop-up bar, like they do sometimes. And this one, well, got into some pretty serious trouble after some ruffians bust through and roughed up the place. Yeah, it, it was very literal pop-up in that it was made of cardboard, and when you lift it open. One side, it just popped up, and uh, so it was very flimsy, and uh, the, habit, uh, the habitants of this little area of the West Village got very uh, into the idea of it being Old Western and started drinking moonshine and uh, shooting um, BB guns off of rooftops at each other, and one of them hit this guy in the right shoulder blade, and yeah, fell right onto the pop-up bar and took it down. <laughs> right, he was uh, on the second landing of this pop-up bar, and because it was made of cardboard, it was he, well, fell through the railing, which was also cardboard, <laughs> fell onto the bar. It was very flimsily made. <laughs> yes. We're not, uh, I think it was sponsored by the uh, Cardboard Corporation. Big cardboard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Some of it was corrugated cardboard, which uh, added a nice touch to it. Uh, and then after all of this, the rains came. <laughs> Everything got soggy. <laughs> there were a bunch of people dressed in old Western uh, clothes, you know, the leather vests, the leather chaps, the leather bonnets. Uh, they were just <laughs> awash in this mush of cardboard. Ugh. And all that leather started to shrink in the rain. <laughs> Caused them. <laughs> yeah, this is everyone started, couldn't wear their clothes, so it started stripping down. <laughs> Luckily, the, the cardboard piano was still being playing some honky tonk, so uh, it added yeah. some nice music to the stripping. Yeah, the player piano. <laughs> yeah. A little honky tonk going. Yeah, it turned into quite the burlesque show. <laughs> With these West Villagers were really flaunting their stuff and giving the the Halloween parade a run for its money. Yes, their uh, plans for next year are already uh, in progress. Um, they will be adding some new amenities, uh, such as more spiral staircases and maybe uh, laminating everything this time. Right, to protect from any p- potential future rain and uh or other uh, fluids <laughs> yes thanks for listening and be sure to join us next time on but that's a different story <laughs>